Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's podcast is sponsored by Holland and Barrett. They believe that when it comes to improving your health and wellness, it doesn't matter whether you're taking giant leaps or starting with small steps. If you're tempted to try a plant-based diet this year, then Holland and Barrett are encouraging you to go vegan your way and start with some simple tasty swaps like oat milk in your coffee or peanut butter on your toast. If you want to get a daily dose of more inspiration, visit hollandandbarrett.club where you can join their hashtag vegan your way WhatsApp group for recipe ideas and exclusive discounts. Hello and welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Lou Huff, Georgina Blasky, and our new health and beauty editor, Rebecca Hall, otherwise known as Becky. Yes, Becky's perfect. Hi, Becky. Welcome. (laughs) Hi, I'm so so happy to be here. And I'm so excited to have you in your first podcast. Yeah, I know. This is exciting. It's only been a week, but I'm already Are you on week two at Sherlock's now? Yeah, this is my second week. (laughs) Diving straight in. (laughs) Nothing like throwing you in the deep end, is there? Well, we always start with a bit of what everyone's been up to so did you have a weekend really nice weekend it was so cozy because it was cold I didn't really do much this is a slightly boring weekend for me but I did go for drinks in Brighton and then at a place called the gin tub where you ring for gin oh fun <laughs> bit of fun and then literally I still had a Harry Potter binge yesterday which sounds really sad but they keep putting them on the TV so yes I just enjoyed it I just embraced being indoors by the fire do you know it's funny nothing. that you said that because I started reading Harry Potter to my daughter for the first time really I've never read the books and I was like oh I'm really excited for this have your children read them Georgina do you know I hate to admit it they don't really like them I think yeah they don't they love the films my son loves the films but he's I think typical boy finds reading a long book challenging yeah. so he kind of likes David Valiums and things like that that are funny oh, and a few sketches in yeah. David Valiums books so good yeah we're just Gangster finishing Granny. the Midnight Gang they did a televised thing that, did you see it I've watched it yeah is it, it good because was... I've been saving it yeah it is good I mean it's silly but it's good it's yeah. very nice to watch at Christmas that kind of you know it's comforting you... anyway apparently the audiobooks are a good way to get them to Harry Potter oh really That's oh, what I they are quite long Lou what about you how was your weekend really nice slightly less exciting than last weekend which was my birthday and we went away to time for the weekend which was so lovely you're going a few weeks I am I know I know I've actually been before but I went just after it had first opened yeah and there wasn't the spa that there is now I think it's really come on a lot since then no it's amazing but they've got a gorgeous spa and they've just opened a new restaurant which is amazing I just love going away to like a country hotel Mm. especially I think in winter because it just feels like such a nice treat and we were staying in this amazing room called Pinewood and there was a projector screen which came out in front of your bed so literally covered the whole wall and we watched Pretty Woman it was so oh, good oh, oh, did you yeah. your boyfriend watched Pretty Woman yeah, absolutely like, it's my birthday you know, when, like that's such an odd film but I haven't watched it recently and we were just both completely you should go for him the car tonight I oh love, God, I love that film she's amazing she's just so beautiful and she's oh. got such an incredible energy in it and oh I just completely oh, really fell in love with it again it. Yeah. yeah it was 
so good. So yeah, I had such a lovely weekend then. And then this one, my mum came out, so it's nice and chilled. Oh. But it's just absolutely freezing now. Mm. Talking of country hotels, I went to on Friday. We had a slight oversight in the office, shall we say. <laughs> we thought we were going to a press lunch in South Northamptonshire. Turned out that... We got the date wrong and we turned up a month early. (laughs) We arrived. Astrid and Rich were in Rich's car because they both live in North London and I was in mine. They were about 15 minutes ahead of me and they called and they were like, "Um, there's no one here. It's quite shut up. Anyway, I arrived not that happy having spent nearly two hours in the car and we were a month early for this press lunch. But we did manage to persuade the guy that runs it, his mother, to let us have a look. And she took us around the ground floor and then she said, well, if you just want to have a look around upstairs, and we're like, oh, do you come up? She was like, no, no, I'll leave you to it. Anyway, it's because there are 15 bedrooms. That wow. I think she was like, no, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't need to get around those again. But it is the most stunning house. It made me want to kind of redo my house. It's beautifully done, very country chic, you know, real sort of yeah. country style, lots of panelling, lots of nice sort of pale sagey greens mm-hmm. and marble and just... Oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. They very cleverly combined antique furniture with a kind of newer look. Yeah. And, you know, this massive, massive kitchen, this enormous wood panel dining room. It's got a bar, a games room, a cinema room, a drawing room, and then 15 bedrooms. Wow. That are all ensuite and beautiful. <gasps> And, I mean, God, I was like, oh, 40th, tick, better <laughs> start saving. But, God, if you're looking for a wedding venue, it is well, just... It is a real yeah. art, isn't it? Keeping something in keeping with its sort of original features and it having that sort of cosy, traditional mm. feel, but then yeah. also feeling modern. And, you know, it's that kind of that eclectic mix. I think it's mm. a really hard balance to strike. Mm. But when people get it right, it's just an it. Yeah. And yeah. they've been clever. So in the kitchen, they've got an amazing marble worktop with sort of really dark marble sort of thread running through it. Wow. But then they've got, you know, shaker units yeah. and a freestanding island, which is clever because it looks more rustic and then sort of long benches. And, yeah. Anyway, it's literally the dream. Amazing. Check so out. if you want it as a venue, would they then provide staff and yes. chef and things yes. for you? Amazing. Very cool. Yeah, really. Very cool. cool. Georgina, how was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was cold because I spent most of it on the side of a hockey pitch. Oh, no. My kids. <laughs> with one or the other. In fact, my daughter, who is quite petite, has started goalkeeping. So she was in. Wow. Like, really? Yeah. Hilarious. That was pretty much my whole Do you weekend. wear a grill yeah. helmet? It, they look like American football. Yes, exactly. It is very funny because they just cold. can't move. Yeah. Cold being the goalkeeper yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. She's saying, That's so weird. I had a dream last night that I was going to hockey and I didn't have a gum shield or shin pads because <laughs> the hockey is on the brain you're not allowed to play you don't have a gum shield or no, I think going, how am I going to get my gum shield fitted in time for on this bus journey yes. <laughs> do you know what my dream was last night what? oh my god I can't believe it's taking me this long to tell you dream chat is so boring yeah. but I have to tell you my dream Lou which was that you Charlotte and I yeah. were on Strictly <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh my god you've been here for at least two hours how have you not shared that information it was really sad because Bow Babe wasn't on Strictly team Bow Babe for Strictly Amazing. and I was really worried that so... I wasn't going to be able to keep up with it on one's God, I hope that's premonition. And then I've forgotten most of it. And BBC, we'll if you're listening. I know. <laughs> like, we like to pull up. Talking of strict shows, tell you what. Have you been watching The Greatest Dancer? Yes, the I show? have. Oh, oh my no. God, it's just yeah. so it amazing. Started. Yeah, it's on about week yeah. three. 
People seem quite into it, actually. We are obsessed in our house. Even my son, he loves breakdancing and street dancing. And there's so much commercial and contemporary, as well as a bit of ballroom. Have you seen it? I've not seen it, but I know a lot of people that I wouldn't have oh, thought. Oh, my God, I'm watching that tonight. Oh, it's so, so yeah. She's amazing. Oh, I her love energy. her. Oh, I love her. I'd forgotten Yeah, that. I love her. And, and Matthew you. Morrison. Oh, They're oh, dance wow. captains rather than judges, so they audition. And then they have this front of their stage is, is glass, like they're in a dance studio. And everyone has a button in the audience to press. And if they get over 75%, suddenly this glass door opens. The whole theatre and auditorium is in front of them. And the judges are on their feet going crazy and the whole yeah, place is going erupts. crazy. And you've got to start with episode one. I and will. Last, I mean, I genuinely am going to do that yeah. tonight. The last dance of oh episode one, I think we watched three times. We were in tears. Oh, my God. Andrew. I was literally hysterical. Like, my boyfriend was like, what is wrong with you? I couldn't handle it. Oh, it was too it, much. It's just too much. And then there was another one in a similar vein the following week, which has escaped me. And then last night, or Saturday night, but we watched it last night, there was this little girl dancing and her father has a condition where his eyes are deteriorating oh, so God. soon he won't be able to see her dance oh, no. anymore and you're just That's... hoping they're going to be good and they're not going to get the sympathy vote yeah. and then she comes out and she's just like amazing insane it's like she's oh, got electricity flying out yeah. her oh. body it was so incredible it's, it's such so a good like field yeah, oh, such, that, a yeah. Feel good. such a good mood you need it in January you need I something do. like this yeah. Yeah. it's very uplifting I was thinking we were going to do Dance Your Noise but actually <laughs> no 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 okay okay that's fine well, so well, you brought us very nicely onto TV, Georgina. Oh, uh, anything else that people have been watching? I've nearly finished Sinner 2. I'm enjoying oh, that. Oh, my it's good, isn't God. It? I think I preferred the first one. I did too. Yeah, but same. equally, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, very good. And it's the kind of thing you just get so addicted to. Yeah. You just I've got can't two stop. Didn't tell me what happens. No, I won't tell you. It's really good. It's really good. Any other recommendations for people when it comes to TV? I'm watching you at the moment, and partly because it's Penn Badgley, and I just love him. So that's <laughs> the main reason. Charlotte's talking about that. Anyway, are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a bit silly, but it's addictive, and it's the kind of thing I can't stop watching, even if I wanted to. So yeah, okay. that's where I'm. Anything at. else, anyone? I'm obsessed with Les Mis. I oh, just think good, it's it? so oh, fantastic. I've seen it. Um, I don't think it's as good as you've made out for it to be. I'm gonna <laughs> I just love it. I think it's great. Olivia Colman in it is oh, just. Yeah. I just want it to be all her. She's yeah. just so good. What was it, number four last night? Yeah, because that's much older now, so we fast-forwarded a couple of years. And who's playing her? No one I recognise, but she's absolutely beautiful. Is she? Yeah. And also I watched on Saturday night a film called The Children Act with Emma Thompson and Stanley Tucci. I came away from it. You know when a film, it has quite a sad ending, and you think, what was the point of that Mm. film? But it was so poignant. And Emma Thompson basically plays a high court judge, and in her personal life, her marriage is falling apart because she's just obsessed with her job. Anyway, she takes on this case about a boy who is a Jehovah's Witness and he's also got leukemia and he's refusing to have a blood transplant but he's under 18 so he can't decide so basically she has to rule whether to do it or not and it's this fascinating journey that she goes through with him and about the situation and it's really good very tear-jerky but yeah and really mm. interesting watching she is just amazing and Stanley Tucci mm. I'm obsessed with which channel's that on? it was on Amazon Prime I think I read the book yeah. it's a really good book Yeah, and I've been meaning to see the film so yeah. I'm glad that's on I'll look out for that <laughs> yeah me yeah. too yeah. anything else to add TV wise? well I've caught up with an adaptation of the Elena Ferranti novels My Brilliant Friend 
I did it in book club and I just really struggled with the book. I found it very long and I couldn't quite get into it as much as I wanted to. Anyway, they've had loads of coverage and she's kind of Zadie Smith equivalent in Italy. And I started watching it, the adaptation, and it is absolutely brilliant. It's all in Italian, obviously. It's these two young girls playing the main parts. And it captures so much of what it must be like to live in that kind of slum life in Naples and being a girl post-war and just how women were treated it's just brilliant and I would really really recommend it what's it it called my brilliant friend it's a three-parter well no so the books are a trilogy but this is the first one okay and it's about a friendship between two girls and how it develops as their life goes on and there's sort of a backdrop to do with the mafia but it's not a mafia story. Oh, it's a story. I love a bit of Naples mafia. Yeah, it touches on that, but it's really much more about friendship and resilience. That sounds great. Yeah, it does That's sound really good. good. Mm. Let's talk about exhibitions. I'm not very good at going to exhibitions. We did put together a roundup, though, of the essential ones to visit in London in 2019. I looked through the system and thought, oh, there are some quite good ones. I mean, for me, it tends to be the fashion ones that appeal. Yeah. So Christian Dior, I haven't got tickets. I'm really hoping they're available. I meant to last year, but I didn't. Anyway, that's on from February to July. And if you saw Alexander McQueen's Savage Beauty at the V&A in 2015, then it's that kind of thing, I believe. So that's definitely one to get tickets to. And there's another one on here. Oh, the Stanley Kubrick, actually. Mary Quant at the V&A. Yeah. There are some good things. I don't know, I sort of feel New Year, if you're going to set a resolution, it's a bit late now, you know, going towards the end of January. But <laughs> if you're going to do more of something, it's got to be stuff like this, right? Yeah. yeah. But I get kind of a guilt that I don't do enough cultural stuff. I think when, when you're you... living in London as well, you feel guilty and you become a bit lazy, I think. You sort yeah. of have these intentions to go and then suddenly you realise there was one at the Hayward Gallery in South Bank, Shapes which was apparently amazing and everyone was going yeah 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 and I thought great I'm going to book it it ended the day before and I just really kicked myself you have to make the time to go through these lists and plan and yeah. it's, it's like going to the theatre you have to plan it in advance yeah. you? you're like oh do I spend that money now but yeah actually, and then when you're there and afterwards you're like oh god that was so good That's I must do that more, often. Do more than you yeah do. and you leave feeling so inspired I mean I'm the same I haven't been to one in a long time but I think it's important for kind of I mean even just thinking about features and stuff it helps you kind of out there and know what's going on but I'm going to iron today I'm going to book oh I hope there are tickets left <laughs> I must say that I am going to Hamilton on Thursday mm, yeah oh my god that's exciting I've waited a long time for this wow do you know they released 30,000 new tickets last yeah. week and they, they, they sold it really quickly I think yeah. oh my god and apparently I've got to do a bit of reading before someone says okay. did you? no I went into it knowing absolutely nothing okay. and was completely transfixed is it easy to follow the story? yes yeah, although a friend went recently and said that they found it quite difficult to follow, but I don't know. Yeah, my yeah, sister always like, okay. make sure you read up first, make sure you read up first. Yeah. I mean, absolutely loved it, but I don't know. Yeah. Have you seen it, Becky? No, I haven't seen it, sadly. Well, I'll but let you do. I would love to go to the Mary Quant one, I have to say. Would you? All of them, yeah, I'd really love to go, because it's meant to be loads of unseen sort of designs and things, isn't it? And it includes beauty. I just think that would be amazing. Yeah, to see all the sort of uncovered things yeah. that never came out. That would definitely be inspirational. I think, I think the best exhibition I've ever been to was the Jackie Anassis exhibition. I think it was when I lived in Paris, and it was on somewhere in Paris, I can't remember where now, and it was kind of all her old wardrobe. I mean, I just think she's so amazing. Yeah. And it had all the pictures of her, and it would have 
have all the little like pillar box hats and then the full outfit and yeah I want its clothes I just I love it yeah oh. mine was a Corrine Day Kate Moss one and I was just completely <laughs> transfixed with those images so amazing another one on here that looks really good is the Martin Parr Only Human yeah I've seen a few of his before and he just captures that sort of really it's kind of daily observations of people about their lives he's very sort of invasive with his photography but in like a intriguing way yeah. so, you know be like photographing someone on the train doing yeah. something oh, it's really? really yeah you know like we're talking like, about there's never models creating or stories like that. yeah oh, have people. you heard of him Georgina I haven't heard of him no but actually that makes you I... feel better you too that's a bit cutting edge isn't it but what I do actually love is going to see some really good old masters so the Van Gogh that's on here I mean they're just so overproduced on posters and postcards but when you actually stand in front of one and you see that kind of layering of oil and the palette knives come out and they've kind of built up this picture and it's such an iconic picture and you know it so well it's almost like you don't see it yeah and then when you actually go and see it especially somewhere like Tate Britain which is such a fantastic building anyway yeah I think you can't really beat that actually I was quite fascinated by the Renaissance nudes as well because our idea of what we think a woman should look like naked now is so different to yeah, what they said so and I would actually quite like to take my daughter yes. and say, look at her peachy yeah. bottom yeah, yeah exactly it was yeah, like celebrated so yeah. as, um, it was what it made money well, didn't it exactly yeah. Yeah. good life good for them yeah. well, I feel really inspired yeah. to do more exhibitions I'm going to make a real effort to do that let's talk about travel and how to travel the world if you're terrified of flying I think there are probably very few people who don't travel because they're feared of flying. Most people take... My mum, actually, is petrified of flying. Because when I read that piece, I thought it was so brilliant. I mean, she would fly if she absolutely had to, but she would also take any other route if there was one. So I actually sent her the link for that. Did you? Yeah, because, I mean, that is perfect for her. Your mum needs to meet my godmother, who's never been on an aeroplane. Wow. Seriously? Never. And, you know, she's an amazing woman, and she's really cool in a very sort of old-school, glamorous way. Is there a reason why they both have a fear of flying? Like, were they involved in yeah, some kind happens. of incident? Or she, is it just... I think she's always been scared of flying, but I would say it's got worse with age. I think she's got a lot worse now. I mean, she used to do it, but now if they can drive somewhere or if they can get on a boat and then my dad has to drive the other end, that will be it. <laughs> that is what they do. But I think it is quite rare to have that. Before I had children, my fear of flying got quite out of control, actually. Oh, really? And I always took... Is it a diazepam? What do you take? Yeah, I think yeah. it's really diazepam that people take. And vodka. <laughs> <laughs> taking two dozen pans and drinking quite a lot in the air who just came around and she's like how I was like I'm fine fine <laughs> like, that scene in, um, and they were like I <laughs> but I think having had children I've said this before when I'm with them they distract me when I'm on my own when we flew back from New York I hate flying back from the States it's always bad yeah. I got into a bit of a state and I don't sleep a wink ever 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 mm. anyway there's proof here that you can do it cruise ship train Obviously, everyone can get to France, thanks to the Eurostar, by car. We go skiing and we drive to Switzerland, and we do it in about 10 hours. And it is really quite fun, the idea of, like, you pack the car up, and it's a road trip, and we put on loads of audio books, and we chat a lot, and obviously the kids just stick their headphones on for mm-hmm. some of it as well. But there's a lot of freedom, actually, with it. You sort of feel like you're restricted, but I actually think it feels the opposite. Once you just accept, I'm on this 10-hour drive... You're sort of free with that. Whereas if you're going on a two-hour drive and you get an hour delay, it's like, oh, God, this feels like a nightmare. It's so annoying. But when you're committed to such a long experience, somehow it's just irrelevant. And actually, we love it. Is it 10 hours? And do you stop overnight? No, we leave about 6.30 and we get there for dinner. Do you? Yeah. 
And, and you step done. off at places on the way and go for dinner, no, we, lunch? And... Well, we stop to fill up the car and every okay. time that's a quick break. And then we both drive. So we're sort okay. I mean, I think if you're doing it on your own, you probably need to stop more. Yeah. But otherwise, we just keep alternating the driving and mm. we just want to get there. Yeah. yeah. Get it done. We often talk about whether we would do that. You've got two children, I've got three, and they all would have to sit on one row of seats and just the fighting. <laughs> Although someone said to me once, the first hour of any car journey with children is the worst and that they settle into it. And actually, we've had two summers where we've driven to Bordeaux and back and that's a long way. Yeah, oh, well, um, you can do that. You can definitely and, and, drive skiing. But we did it two years in a row and then the following year, we were like, no, we've done that now. But actually, for skiing, it does make sense because so often you also get to an airport and then you've got a three-hour transfer yeah. 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 in a coach. I mean, And yeah. also delays and all the other things. I think the other thing is if you're locked into school holidays, holidays going skiing say at February half term is just so incredibly expensive and this is the way around that yeah. and also we then self-cater and the great thing if you're in your car is you can chuck in pasta pesto cereal soup mm, loo yeah. roll soap everything and then you don't need to go shopping when you get there you've just got it all yeah. so it works for that but I'm well, not I think you've, not I think you've converted me Regina my yeah, husband and I always disagree on this one maybe you've converted me yes Australia's a bit far yeah, yeah. anyway this was a good feature I'm glad you sent it to your mum yeah she'll love Overnight sleeper, and you're away. I went interrailing when I was 19 for a month around Italy, and that was amazing. Just like yeah. hopping on the train, going off to one stop, like a few days there, go somewhere else. And here it says you can get an overnight sleeper to Italy, and the sleeper trains are also really fun. I've got a friend who lives in Penzance, and when we think about all going down, you're like, oh, it's such a long car journey, especially from London. But if you get the sleeper train, then you know, you're there in the morning. Yeah. Although they were talking about the sleeper, I think last week on the podcast. Astra was saying she'd done it to Scotland she's got plenty of something she's like mm, it feels like oh. a good idea it's actually not that great oh, I, to me a sleeper train I mean no thanks but I never went into reading it it's something yeah. I yeah, me wish too. I'd done I was yeah. so much of Europe I haven't seen it was so much fun and I'm glad I did it then because I think Italy has got so much more expensive now yeah. but yeah I remember I had my big backpack and I put like my clothes types in different bags so like Zena's bag had like my dresses in Tessa's bag my dogs inside new and Ooh, I could like smart I could find which bag was which um, but yeah it was so much fun did you I love it yeah some give you that tip didn't they they were like break up your clothes type yeah yeah send the manual one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Let's talk about wallpaper. Apparently wallpaper's like Marmite. You tend to be in one camp or the other. With those against it often put off by the cost and the commitment. Yeah, you don't really want to do it yourself, do you? Bodged no. wallpaper does not look great. But I personally love a bit of wallpaper. Well, we're sitting in a room with some pretty cool wallpaper. <laughs> yeah, we're it's cool from honest. a distance. We have had a few interior designers in here. <clears throat> Nina Campbell, one of them. And I was oh, like, no. oh, don't look too closely because we bought this in a real <laughs> hurry. And it's actually got a bit of texture on it that's horrible. On camera, it looks cool. But actually, in person, it's not so cool. Anyway, we're redoing the office soon. That's right. <laughs> it will be going. But how does everyone feel about wallpaper? I'm not a big fan of wallpaper, I have to say. But I did like the tip about doing an accent of wallpaper in your home. So just over the fireplace or just one wall. I think that's nice. But I think wall to wall is a little bit intense. But that's just me. I think it's an age thing. I personally do not like an accent wall. But I think it's quite grown-up country. Mm. Do you know Mm. what I mean? There are some interior designers who just, oh, I look at their fees and I'm like, wow, I want that wallpaper. You've got to be really bold. I think you can't be afraid of it. You've just got to go all out. That is so true. What about you, Becky? I also think there's something quite nice about choosing paint. I think there's something quite joyful in choosing nice paint, but I mean, maybe one day I'll be... It's definitely more low maintenance, that's for sure. Yeah. Do it yourself. As I said, I wouldn't wallpaper yourself. Georgina, you're nodding. Are you a wallpaper fan? Yeah, I don't have any in my house. It makes me frustrated. I would love to put some up and I did at one point think about doing the hallway and then now when I see the kids kind of going up the stairs dragging something throwing mm-hmm. things the thing with wallpapers if you get a little rip or a tear I know now it's much more hardy what it's made of but still it's then quite, you've got it's a quite heartbreaking whole section again whereas with paint you can just exactly. it all paint yeah. over yeah. but I've always thought to myself when my kids don't live with me anymore yeah. I will have wallpaper <laughs> in my hallway up, yeah. <laughs> it's something so cosy about mm. I've got a friend who's got it in a hallway like really colourful and busy she's got amazing eye for interiors and it's just so grown up when you walk into a hall but she has got little children so we'll see how well it stands the test of time <laughs> Lou you a fan? I love it in like a downstairs bathroom one of my friends yeah. has got House of Holland in her downstairs Lou and it looks so cool and I think you've kind of got to go quite funky with it Yeah. so I'm not trying to have it in like my house but I can really appreciate it in others and again when we were at Time in our room they had kind of green leaves it was really quirky and then they had this big green velvet headboard or like teal and I think it really works in in certain spaces so yeah when we had Nina Campbell in Laura and I were chatting and and agreeing that it's fabric on the walls that's when you've really made it a knife (laughs) she does some amazing there are lots of points in here lots of things to think about she likes the idea of a feature wall as do you Becky not such a fan (laughs) I love the look of wallpaper on a ceiling really cool and she made the point which I thought was a really good one that the ceiling remains one of the most ignored surfaces of modern day decor you look at the old days with those you know so intricate ceilings that you found in big homes and we just sort of paint them white I mean someone said to me once always paint your ceiling the same colour as your walls yeah and it doesn't make a room look smaller. It actually makes it look bigger because you're not so aware of this thing above your head. Yeah, there's no um, boundaries. Yeah, I think that's a good tip. But actually, yeah, we were looking at some pictures on Pinterest of people who'd wallpaper their ceiling. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. I remember when I was younger and we were redoing my bedroom and my mum said to me, you know, what do you want for your bedroom? And I was like, I want it pink. And I remember us going off to Laura Ashley and picking my own wallpaper from there. And was I had, it floral? No, it was almost like a bit of a polka dot, like in a fine line. 
and then I got a matching duvet and I just loved it so much yeah. and also I think if you are a little bit afraid of maybe going full on with a wallpaper you can get some really jazzy lampshades now which almost kind of can take on yeah, that texture yeah. so I think that's maybe a good way to have a play beforehand agreed there were lots of tips here one of them was about hanging them in bathrooms saying it can be problematic if they aren't well ventilated that is something to think about I have wallpaper in a bathroom which has a shower in it and we put a seal on top and five years and it's in perfect condition so I think you definitely can do oh really it. yeah oh, tip. on the subject of our houses some of us are more guilty than others of building up clutter <laughs> I am not one of them I hasten to add quite the opposite my husband's like blink and what you put down is gone blink and your glasses in the dishwasher <laughs> your Christmas presents have been put away so you don't even know what they were I never <laughs> use them but I'm a bit of a clutter foe <laughs> We spoke to Kate Ibbotson. She's a declutter expert and a professional organiser. There's a job for you. I don't my plan B. And she gave so many tips. I mean, this is the longest piece. If you want a kind of list of all the ways you need to tidy your house and declutter it, then mm. this is the one. I thought it was really good, actually. Yeah, it was very, really good. Becky. I'm like you, I hate clutter. I really hate it. And I think, I was thinking about this because we spoke about it on the show as well. And I am a bit of a neat freak. And also, I think it's something now to do with well-being. Well-being is such a big thing now. So more than ever, it's just a case of getting things out of the way and feeling mm. calmer. Mm. It's like a I state. can't relax until it's I cannot way. relax, yeah. no. And also, especially in my room, like it has to to be clean for me to feel because when you go home you want to relax you want to unwind you don't want to be like everything's all over the place totally so, agree I loved it again really nice tips and I also like the bit about the garage because I think everyone cleans their garage and then shoves everything in it mm. but actually what, what you were saying on being calm we had some friends staying with us for a couple of weeks a couple of years ago where they were having their house done and it was like living in a commune we loved it it was great fun. <laughs> I like, carry on like this and I would get home from work and tidy plump the pillows and my friend turned around to our nanny and she was like does she always do this does she always come home from work and re-tidy a tidy house and I'd be like yes because then I can have gin tonic and I can relax <laughs> yeah but going back to the garage being a mess I sort of think you need one room like we've got our utility in the cellar and it's got all the crap, the yeah. scooters, the golf gear, wine, the washing baskets, the tools. I feel like you need one room where it's okay to have stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Otherwise, I'd have nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My house is, I would say, pretty clutter-free, especially when the kids are at school. So, obviously, there are pockets and corners, and there are definitely some, like, rooms where things are shoved away. And then my friend came around one day and... I would say her house is quite cluttered. And so she came into my house and she wanted to borrow a hamper, a picnic hamper or something. So I said, oh yeah, it's down in the cellar. And I went down and she followed me and she was like... Oh, I'm so pleased to see that you've got all your crap. Because she was like, I mean, where do they put it, these people? There's never anything out. Where can it all be? And I was like, oh, it's all down here. And then we shut the door and we just pretended that room yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because everyone needs a dumping ground. Yeah. yeah. Like Monica's Amongst... cupboard in Friends. Yeah. yeah exactly. I still know where it all is. Yeah. But pots of paint and yeah. my husband was like, do we need all these pots of paint? Yeah. <laughs> we always have that conversation. Oh, look, he's like, please throw away some of that paint. And I'm like, no, he's like, you can't need it all. And I was like you name it if anything in this house got yeah. scratched or marked there we would have the paint and actually the other day Coco had 
a mark or we spitted some shelves and something needed touching up I was like see I've got the paint <laughs> anyway, I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one Lou I imagine you're quite yeah organized. quite tidy just reading through this though it talks about bedside tables being full of odds and ends and we have got that at the moment like literally I've got like old phones and chargers from like I don't know 2007 <laughs> and we've just ordered some new bedside tables which only has one drawer which means three are going to have to be destroyed so I'm going to have to sort all those out but I really enjoy a good clear out oh. I love Oh, like, yeah, it's good for the soul. You know, on a good Sunday, going through my drawers, throwing stuff away. Another one is beauty. And it's saying here that most makeup only lasts six months and toiletries a year. But I always just keep them. I know. Chocolate, chocolate, I know. Yeah. yeah. And at my mum's house in Bristol, I had every Vogue, I think, from 2003. And I've got one of those huge bookcases of it. Like, you know, every time I come back, she's like, we're throwing these away soon. Like, no. <laughs> no. This is my archive. So I'll leave the clutter with her. Yeah. Love it. Well, I really believe in a good clear out every sort of six months in fact I did it on Boxing Day this year I get quite stressed at Christmas because I'm like where the are we going yeah. to toys? We live in London and I'm like one in, one out. So if they get a toy, something else has got to go. And on Boxing Day, we came back from lunch and they were just in the city room, just everyone had a massive pile of things in the kitchen, more piles of things. And I mean, the number of presents. So I went on this. My husband was building Lego with the children and I just went on it. He came down. I was like, holy shit, you only did one of these a few months ago. And once I saw, I was in the cupboard throwing out herbs. I was like, those herbs. I mean, I got yeah, a real. Yeah. Think about sell by dates as well. Yes. And A, it's been amazing. And B, it's the only way to not have clutter, I think, Mm. is just to be ruthless and also just to do it really regularly, Mm. not just when you move house. Yeah. The feeling of going to the tip is just the best feeling in the world. I just love it. It's just out of your hands. And you feel like I've really accomplished something tangible. I'm going to walk back in now. And when I open that cupboard, it's just going to look amazing for maybe two months. Yeah. But it will. I actually think there's quite a few quick wins on this as well so things like if I'm waiting for the pasta to cook I'll then think oh I'm just going to do a quick sweep of the larder clear that out and I'll do kind of quick things like that like when the kids are in the bath I'll sort of see they've got a bathroom cabinet shelf full of kids medicine and weird samples of nail varnish or something and I'll kind of go in and do that and I think little things like that it doesn't have to be right this whole Sunday I'm now going to spend eight hours but with the children though you've got to do it when they're not there because my children they come and they're like what have you thrown away and my husband does it as well <laughs> he comes back and he takes them to his parents so I can have a clear and he's, he's like what have you thrown away starts so going through them I'm like no get out of the bins you're not a trap <laughs> <laughs> I promise I haven't thrown them except how much have I got left anyway I'm all for it I think he's going to have a place I think I have got a man drawer in the kitchen though which doesn't have sort of compartments and just has chargers and matches and keys and that just I open that every time I open it I feel a bit stressed yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's you see that can be boil the pasta that's a 10 minute job oh I told you that I clear it up once a week at least oh okay good Leeds my heart was racing for oh no no no, no 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 <laughs> Anyway, tidy house, tidy house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully there'll be a time when wires and cables don't exist anymore. Oh, yeah. 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 Wouldn't it be nice? Chargers everywhere. Anyway, that list is so extensive. She likes things into categories. She talks to me, this woman. Not <laughs> <laughs> very well. On the subject of tidiness, decluttering, vinegar. This was a piece on the 12 unexpected uses of vinegar. I love things like this. Yeah. I was saying on the show, they're quite good for cleaning rings, I seem to remember. Yeah, that was on there. I and thought also... that was gin, but I'm going with vinegar now. Yeah. Don't I, waste I actually, gin. Don't I waste actually, gin. People say toothpaste as well, don't they? Mm. I actually just think it's very liquid. Very and liquid a and brush. silver cleaner and an old toothbrush. Descaling your kettle, cleaning your washing machine, 
I have these things in my washing machine keep coming out with sort of grey marks on them. Oh, I had that before. How do you get rid of it? Well, I got a new seal on the washing machine. So it can the be... The bit around... Yeah. That's the rubber, isn't it? Yeah, so you can get a kind of bicarbonate of soda solution and then use that maybe with a sort of light brush because you don't want to break it down, the rubber. Right. So you can use that, but it can be like a kind of mildew build-up. It's yeah, just I where think the that's exactly what sat. it is. So we get... I pull the machine. sheets out and you get like a big smear. Yes. You think, that's exactly oh. it. And it's only three years old. Yeah, so it might be that. Just change the seal. Mm. Can you do that yourself? No, <laughs> but you could try the bicarb first if you can see where it is. Sounds like a hassle to me. Yeah. Anyway, vinegar. Who'd have thought it? Yeah. I like the idea of your computer actually that you can just use it because I always think, what can I put on my keyboard to clean it? It is very pungent though. Like it's not like when you use antibacterial, it smells clean. Vinegar doesn't smell fresh, does What's it? What's wrong with a wet wipe? I mean, they clean everything, don't they? I use wet wipes for everything. Me too. Everything. Yeah. Talking about your keyboard though. You tipped it upside down, giving it a good shake. Yes. Ooh. Oh my god, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. So We've disgusting. got that like aerosol can which you spray in it, and you're like literally a whole meal has just fallen out. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh god. god. <laughs> On the subject of homes, buying a new one is expensive enough when you've saved enough to buy it. So kitting it out is pretty painful, isn't it? We wrote a piece on five tips to save you money on new home essentials. This was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I mean, they were quite sort of sensible. I was like, oh, yeah, so yeah. right, so right. Especially what? the negotiation one, which I know sounds really basic, but I am so bad at negotiating anything. But it is true that if you're buying things in bulk, you should be able to kind of make some sort of deal. And it is important because, I mean, my boyfriend and I are saving at the moment and it's hard. It's really hard. So when it comes to this, I will definitely be using this as a tear sheet. Yeah. But and I will definitely be negotiating. Also, big ticket items like a yeah. sofa. We bought safer from somewhere that you wouldn't think that they would discount and I was like can you do 10% off I'll order it and they said yes I was like damn I should and all you can do is ask and they'll say no but actually but like, I would do it John Lewis no, no. no. but they're never going to see you again and like I mean it totally worked for me yeah if it's off a sofa it can save you a lot of money yeah. Yeah. or if it's something where you can say you know if we pay cash can we have this or anything else can you throw in the cushions or whatever like that they'll but, just cut out the delivery fee or something yeah completely yeah. my brother is like the king of negotiation like anything he will just try and get some form of deal out of it otherwise it's like it's no good to him so yeah he's a very good tip I think it's a good way to be clearly yeah, it yeah. is it is I think you're right you have to know when it's acceptable yeah, to do know it your and boundaries. when not yeah Georgina yeah I definitely think you should negotiate and I kind of always have to a point actually I mean like you say I wouldn't go to John Lewis and <laughs> argue with him you know I'll give you a 20 <laughs> till. for 20 yeah. but um, I think I quite like also to go to small privately owned shops not big businesses and I think then you do normally get a bit more for your money I think it's just being a bit creative in how you approach things Yeah, I also think and this sort of piece comes on the back of how do you sort of furnish your house when you've just bought it and you don't have any money left I also think it's amazing what you can do with an old piece of furniture I remember being given a pine chest of drawers by a family member I was like but actually I sounded it and I painted it I changed the knobs and it looked great and people always used to comment on it and it's amazing mm. what you can do you can strip things yeah. and paint you can repaint them I think just yeah. being a bit creative and I think also when you've just bought your first house and you don't want to then buy like 
rubbish things that are going to last you a couple of months or a year and you're going to throw it out and buy it again so when you are spending money on things you want to buy the things that are going to last so I think where you can you know borrow something from someone or get something from a tip whatever as it's sort of a temporary in between rather than you know heading straight to Ikea then I think that's useful yeah and for curtains and things isn't it the curtain workshop they're around in London where people take the curtains that they don't want or can't use anymore curtain exchange so even things like that you can pick up temporary measures Mm. that you don't have to live with forever I remember we actually had a really horrible pair of curtains that were kind of red and but we needed something and that was what we got do you use next door yeah. Someone told me about that yesterday, actually. It's really good. It's like a social network for communities. And you sign up, you put in your address and where you live, and you're connected to people in your area, and you can ask to be connected, only get posts or only to view posts within kind of a mile radius of your house or five mm. miles. And you can find, you know, a babysitter on there, a dog walker, I need a plumber, blah, 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 blah. But equally, there are buy and sell pages as well. Oh, interesting. Quite often, I've sold stuff on there, I sold a wardrobe on there, literally went so quickly, they came and got it, it was really easy. So that's quite a good way. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good feature. One of the things I think is the most important when you move into a house, I've been married to my husband for too long, is making sure it's safe. And I am a real warrior about that sort of thing. And I've said before that when we lived in a flat, I used to sleep with a knife by my bed when he wasn't there. Sounds a bit drastic, doesn't it? (laughs) Did you? Yeah. This is like 10 years ago now, but yeah, I did. And it was just me when we lived in Fulham. And I'm quite a wimp about that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm not great. But, but we have panic buttons linked to our alarm. And whenever they come and test the alarm every six months to yeah. check it, and I always say the panic buttons are working on yeah. it because I can't test that. Whereas obviously you set your alarm when you leave the house and you hear it beep. Yeah. But you can't test those. Yeah. No, well, we're the same. I've got a panic button. We have window locks. Yeah. Some of them are painted shut. Sensor lights. I mean, not that I live in a stately home or anything, but, you know, just at the front of the house and in the garden, a light goes on if... I don't know. I think it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you're in a flat, it's different. But when you're in a house... I've grown up since I've had children, but when we first moved into a house, and I remember being on my own, I think I went around to my mum's at first. Yeah. I remember my husband went away for a couple of nights. And I had to go and stay at her house. I was like, it's just going to be me in a little house. The burglars will come and get me. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. in our old flat, we were in a really busy junction. You heard like banging and crashing like all the time. And it kind of got to a, a stage where you're just desensitized to it. And then when we moved into our current flat, it's so much more quiet. And I remember we heard this like really big bang in the night and just kind of woke up but thought nothing of it. And then the next day um, went down and the door had been, they'd been trying to pick at <gasps> the lock. So yeah, that was pretty scary. So scary, isn't it? I remember thinking when I first moved into a house, how do people do it? Like, how do they stay in a house on their own? Mm. I think you do get better Mm -hmm. with it. But even now, my husband's just been away this weekend on a work trip. I have to be so tired to go to sleep when he's not there. And I will lie there really rigid. (laughs) Listening, I can be with earplugs, so I have to listen really hard. (laughs) Really trying to listen for any noise. I'm definitely getting better with age. But I like to know that I've got all these security measures in place. I go around the house quite a few times. If I'm home alone overnight, I'll definitely check doors. Double check. You've double A couple of times. Yeah. Especially like living the dog out last thing at night and then checking that door yeah and yeah i'm saying i get a bit paranoid 
paranoid, but we... Um, Check in and put the alarm on. Do you put your alarm on at night? Yes, just downstairs. Yeah, so do yeah, we. And the kids know how to turn it off. And so stuff, do we. So they're fine. But we had an incident actually just before Christmas. I think there's something in here about putting your keys out of sight. So we came down one morning two days before Christmas and our car was gone that had been stolen and there's definitely a lot of these happening in our area at the moment and so now we have a copper lined pouch and the keys go away in a drawer because they didn't take the keys but they interacted the signal of opening the car with the keys so they can clone it god I didn't really do that yeah so that was a real lesson and I knew about that don't leave your keys out anyway my husband was talking about these copper pouches I was like don't be ridiculous he's now going to go see see (laughs) yeah well they're just in Halfords and they're really easy to get and you just in the man drawer that's where the keys go out of sight in that you're giving me lots of food for thought today Georgina maybe I need to go (laughs) get myself a copper lined pouch (laughs) Becky you live in Brighton yes live in Brighton near the station so actually it is quite rife especially near Christmas up my road there has been a guy that's been broken into four times so now I mean he's a lot stricter on the rules but I think being by the station you're in such a dodgy area because so many people just get off and they're like loitering and we have a lot of builders down our road and it's just people would do it in broad daylight because they would disguise themselves as builders Mm. so you have to be so careful Mm. now even taking these precautions you just have to be wary of yeah. people sort of just being like oh I'm here to fix your boiler or whatever yeah. you know people are really brazen so around oh our roads before Christmas one of my neighbours has got some CCTV and there's footage of the Amazon parcel being put in the safe place behind the bin or wherever it was and then immediately like two or three minutes after the delivery van's gone someone in a high vis jacket goes and takes the parcel and goes off with it oh, God. and they're deliberately in the high vis jacket looking like I'm very important yeah Yeah. I'm very important I've got every right to be here I belong here I've got nothing wrong and they kept for about two weeks they were going around the whole area to rotating the yeah castles. same yeah I know you have to be I mean, sure that's even, really bad but doing it in a high vis jacket yeah. I'm just I'm so brave yeah, yeah well I really watch yeah. me but it's so opportunistic as well isn't it I also think like not having hedges and things outside your house is really when we mm. lived in the house where we live in now our neighbour it was the only house on the street that had a hedge and she was broken into I've often thought it though that yeah. it's not a great thing to well, have the, if there's a bay window and they can get you know, mm. no one can see them I know. No, it won't happen to you no. but it says here that according to research 74% of burglars enter through the door yeah, two thirds of Brits don't bother to lock their doors which what I the... can believe actually don't lock their doors I reckon there's a lot of people that, I mean two thirds yeah. only one third hide their valuables I think people just get complacent, don't they, so yeah. easily. I remember a mother at school had a bag of stuff stolen from one of the seats in the car. So I would never, ever, ever... And if ever I do the school run and I've got, like, a tote bag with me and a handbag, I still take both of them into school to get the like, Just never leave. No. Especially in London, never leave anything on view. It's the same mm. for your house, I think. Yeah. It's, just, yeah, it's I opportunistic, think, yeah. so just yeah. don't give them the chance. Anyway. I am a bit security. <laughs> Mad. Anyway, there were lots of good tips. And for more information, that came via a study at moneysupermarket.com. Keep your keys safe. Cover your keyholes with tape. Burglars have been placing tape over door locks to see if the house is occupied in a rented space. Apparently. I mean, wow. Yeah. Replace the locks. Have good locks. Will cost more money though. That's the trouble, mm. isn't it? You just don't prioritise it necessarily. Like, oh, new sofa, or do I buy expensive locks? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Seem regret it if this sofa gets nicked, won't you? It did amuse me where it said that computers and jewellery are top of a burglar's to-do list, second and third to money, 
but the least likely to be taking were wheelie bins and garden furniture. I was like, well, thanks for clearing <laughs> that one up. I was worried about my wheelie bin. <laughs> Beauty. My first piece. Becky, your first piece. <laughs> and how good it was. The best new beauty buys for January. There were some great things on here. We've talked about the All Saints fragrances. Oh my God, they're oh, amazing. I mean, I'm a big fan of high street fragrances. I mean, brands that do fragrances. I love I love Zara's. I think yeah, Zara's nice, got some they? really nice ones. And All Saints just don't disappoint. They're so smoky and they warm are. and just beautiful. Mm. And they're affordable. I mm. think that's the main thing. You don't have to spend, you know, buckets on fragrance they're not a bargain though I mean not a bargain they're really expensive they're like 49 quid yeah that's yeah we talked about them on the show actually before Christmas and they are really woody and smoky really beautiful definitely worth checking out yeah we um, also talked about the Drunk Elephant oh, Retinol Cream. I'll have to get some in for somebody well, to try it. I actually it. have one in my office. They sent me one. I haven't tried it. Oh, why not? Well, I, don't, well, I didn't realise it had sold out within a day. Yeah. When yeah. it launched on Space NK, everyone was going crazy Mental for it. it. And again, it's expensive, but it lasts you a really, really long time. And I actually can't wear acids that often because I've tried it and I get huge rashes. I get rashes from some Elemis stuff, even though I love the brand. It just is my skin but it's the first acid cream that hasn't given me a rash and because it's got really minimal percentage in but also if you don't want to use loads of it just use a blob in your daily cream you can just yeah. literally use a tiny bit and you'll still notice a difference mm. so mix and match you don't have to just use it straight from the tube it's really really good what else on here what else the becca lipsticks are gorgeous really creamy I love the Merlot one it's like a rich Becca. red I've never really got on board with Becca but I feel like I should I think now they've had like a complete overhaul they've had some amazing stuff and they've also got a skin elixir which I recommend it's basically like a watery Vaseline that gives your skin pretty sheen that's probably the best way to describe it an elixir it's called an elixir it's almost like a serum okay so where thinner. do you use it you can use it just before foundation just so then when it mixes in it looks really radiant but I think they've had a big overhaul it's worth sort of looking into it and probably one of the best bits is the new dove aluminium free deodorants because free yeah so no nasties basically because i think everyone's kind of clocked onto the fact that it's the thing that seeps into your pores really easily it's not you have to be careful and is it also because it's near your breasts that obviously exactly carcinogenic ingredients it's going straight into your yeah and i think yeah it has been proven so it's a roll-on though i love a roll-on yeah Yeah. i just feel like you're rubbing your sweat into your sweat. I know what you mean, yeah. It just doesn't seem hygienic to me. Yeah. But if you're putting it on after a shower... There's no sweat to run There's in. no sweat. True, you know, true. It stops you sweating. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Though. Yeah. It's just that dryness. But yeah. I remember Sticky. at school always having spray deodorant. I think the excitement of using deodorant. Mm. And then there was definitely a period where everyone went off spray deodorants. There was all CFC gases, wasn't it? And then I just do remember that <laughs> Roland became yeah. the thing. A thing, yeah. And I haven't used it for years and years and years and years. And there is a divide, I think, with deodorants. You either Are you a spray or a roll on? I like a bit of both, but I do like a roll on. I'm not Ooh. offended by roll-ons I'm not offended maybe I should give it a try and also the Lumen if you haven't tried that brand it's one of the best brands I've ever ever used oh really came to the UK last year and they have this instant glow beauty serum which I wear every day oh I love the idea of a good serum oh it's like a thin foundation basically but it's more of a serum but it's so sheer and pretty but they've just launched a new vitamin C brightening lotion and it's just really nice for dull winter complexions and where can you buy that you can get it from Feel Unique Look Fantastic 
fantastic. There's loads of online retailers okay. that do it. Um, well, I'm going to give that again. Definitely give it a look. It's all Nordic. It's beautiful. Mm. It's an amazing price point as well. I was about to say, and that is an amazing price point. for the brightening beauty nation. Lovely. Oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> Let's finish on some fashion and what to wear when it's really cold. Oh. Well, a vest. Who's wearing a piece of vest? Who wears a vest? Me. I love a good vest. I love a vest. I've got one on today, actually. Do you? I mean, I need to get back Same. on board. I used to love a thermal. Yeah, I love a Back thermal. in the day. Why do I not wear them? I feel the cold so much. Yeah. It's so good. Just tuck yourself in. You just don't get any draft up your t-shirt jumper. Especially if you kind of, you like something loose or like an untucked shirt. Then just having like a little layer that's tucked in. Where do you buy your vests? M&S, H&M. I've got some really nice like silk camisoles. And even that just tucked in, I think it's really nice. Ooh. Gap, amazing. Do you wear thermals? No. I just wear like a simple cotton or a silk cami. I've got a thermal on today. I quite Have like you? it. Yeah, the thought of going out in minus three this morning with no thermal or anything, it was just too much. I don't know what I'm doing not wearing vests. I you mean, I feel the cold good. so much. They have a, a fabric that they have trademarked that they sell. It's called like Therma something. Yes, yes, mm. yes. And they do kind of yeah. like scoop neck, long sleeves, so you could even have it under a jumper. I know, we've know, written about them. I think you're quite right. I need to get myself some. I've got a lot to do after today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go online. Let's <laughs> all that. What am I doing? I'm booking... Some exhibitions. I'm booking exhibitions. I'm buying thermals. Copper lined box for your keys. My copper lined yeah. box, and I'm going to look into driving my escape. <laughs> On that note, that's all we've got time for this week. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. We'll be back soon. Bye bye. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.